Hi there, everyone. I'm Gwen Jones, and welcome once again to the I'm a Rotarian podcast, the weekly podcast where I introduce you to amazing people that proudly call themselves Rotarians. Well, this week, we meet Chris Bell. Who's Chris Bell? Well, Chris Bell is the president-elect of one of the most amazing e-groups in the world. And when I say in the world, it's because this particular group is made of of the world. The Rotary Club for Global Action, started by a friend of the show, Brian Rush, has turned out to be one of the most dynamic groups in Rotary. And Chris Bell is their president-elect. Guess what? She's also hilarious, irreverent, opinionated, and just the type of person I like on my show. So join me, won't you? Chris Bell is joining me on the podcast. And as always, I'm glad you're joining us too. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Well, Chris Bell is here joining me from, you know, without an accent. I know these last couple of podcasts, I have been everywhere. I've been in sub-Saharan Africa. I've been in Germany. I've been in Switzerland. And now I'm back in the good old USA. And we're going to talk e-clubs. I know I can already hear you saying it. E-clubs are fine, but I'm going to add the TH word. We're going to be talking about themed e-clubs. We're going to talk about an interact e-club and we're going to talk about uh the action group uh for we're going to talk about the e-group for uh the action group for glo- global action the glo- hold on let's just try it again uh chris hang on the, global, uh, the rotary club of global action which you know i'm going to leave all that flub in there because our dear friend of both of us brian rush is going to have a lot of fun as I uh, butcher the name of a club that he founded that you are the president-elect of for next year. Chris, that's got to be one of my more interesting intros. Welcome to the show. It's so great to have you. Thank you. Thank you. It's very on brand. You just <laughs> channeled my energy and you caught it and ran with it. There we go. We're going to talk about a whole bunch of stuff. And of course, you know, uh, like the fans get, we'll get to know you as a Rotarian, but we are, you are a, uh, a woman of tech. So we can dabble a little bit in that. You're a woman of branding. We're going to dabble a little bit in that. And you're a member of an e-club you're the president-elect of an e-club which means you don't have a building you don't have the big banners you don't have all that usual kind of stuff so why don't we start off with the first question which is please remind the audience again what is the rotary club of global action so the rotary club for global action i didn't I always had an idea about Rotary Clubs being 6 a.m. at Denny's with a bunch of grandpas. Denny's um, even. I mean, come on. You, you know, I, you know. the country club. You're saying Denny's. <laughs> uh, it, it's, you know, it, it, you know, Rotary when you drive into a town and they have the wooden carved out placard that tells you what time and what little diner they meet in. That was what Rotary was to me. Then I meet Brian Rush uh, when I was working in diversity, equity, and inclusion. Uh, He spoke on a panel. We became fast friends. Kind of both of us have the zero to family approach to getting to know people. And he started talking Mm -hmm. about Rotary. And I thought, honey, you're as fabulous as I am. What Rotary are you in? 
He told me. I, yes. I attended the uh, charter party in the middle of COVID. And one of the things that I really, really needed in COVID was some community. Um, mm. Also found as an entrepreneur and as a branding communications marketing person, that one of the things I also really need is boundaries. And I need a place to put my energy that I am, you know, on the Enneagram, my therapist told me I'm a two, and that's a helper. So I needed some boundary, I needed a place to put my incessant, and, you know, just can't, can't, quell, can't quench it thirst for doing good. So, so, okay. So, so I think it's very funny because the way you describe those boundaries are not very boundary sounding, you know, you have, I have all this energy and I want to put it somewhere. So you're saying the putting it somewhere of that energy is the fence of rotary or, and then specifically this action group. So the way I, the way it's actually worked for me and it's worked really well, and there's a learning curve. Um, I'm a single mom. I'm a collaborator. I'm a communicator. I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a helping person. So I was putting it all into work ah. and then I was doing work. The DEI work was all about service and, you know, making the world better. How am I going to make the world better? Well, it, re it, it really came to be that I figured out that's, that's not going to be the place where it's going to feed my soul too. Right. I might be a in service oriented helper, all of that. But for me, there has to be some reciprocity. There mm -hmm. has to be some, if you're going to lift us all up, we're lifting you up too. It's not wow. a tip for tat approach, but doing it at work, they're a business. So they're like, cool. You want to keep doing this? Keep on bringing it. Oh, right. we're not really that concerned about you or what you're doing. Um, so being able to put it all into rotary meant that I could build community. It felt like the best parts of a family, because I also don't think it's my family. It's my family of choice. It's my found right. family. Right. And it, I could build community. So me being able to do that, I can go off and be an entrepreneur and have my business and have my career. I can have my kid that I'm raising and she's going, <laughs> you know, they're going off to college in a year. So I want to figure out what, what's my thing? What's where, where do I fit into this big world that needs a lot of help and I need it to help and serve me too. So, well, and I think it's very interesting because we've heard this. It, I, I just got through recording a couple of weeks ago, um, God and Rotary, and it was very interesting. And, and I, that's, that's my plug to all the listeners out there where I literally had an evangelical minister and a deacon on the show of the archdiocese in San Francisco. And they're both proud Rotarians, card carrying members of Rotary, their vocations happen to be on the religious side of things. But what's fascinating is both of them feel fed by Rotary. In other words, their vocations are feeding others, literally <laughs> and figuratively as their profession. And both gentlemen were like, yeah, but you know what I really love is that I can go to Rotary and I can be fed. And I have heard other people say that Rotary is almost their church or their freedom or their spiritual center that they can go somewhere and not feel that it's a job or they feel they have to. Is that kind of what you feel? 
I'm also, as a parent of a teen and a woman with a myriad experiences, the thing I like about Rotary is that there's this giant level of acceptance Mm -hmm. so I can show up however I am, uh, which, you know, a lot of people would tell you it's an acquired taste. And, you know, I, like I said, I align perfectly with your, your opening. Hey, I'm grooving with your glasses. Your glasses. We're taking Um, pictures. We'll put them up on Facebook. Absolutely. There's a whole consent thing because to me, consent and community and communication, collaboration, connection, consent and trust are the through of all of those. Trust is built through activities and behavior of consent. So Hmm. That's where it, a lot of it feeds me is because so dig a little I more into that. What it, I'm choosing. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So there you go. So when you say you consent, it isn't, you are, it is not mandatory. And that is one thing that Rotary took off the table is we no longer, we still have dues, but we don't have attendance. Many places don't have attendance. So if you want to go to Rotary, you, you got to show up. And in your case, you have to get online at Zoom. With 19 other countries, you said, because that the your act your global action group is, you know, literally has 19 countries. And all those people choose to be there because I'm assuming they're not working in the Pacific Standard time zone. So they must be getting fed if they're showing up in the middle of the night to a rotary group. And we work really hard because to me, and especially now that I'm a president-elect. Um, we want to make sure that our club, we give you a reason to want to come. If attendance is mandatory, that feels a little bit, that, that brings 15 other questions to me for our club. We do a lot of work to make sure that everybody has a voice, everybody has a space and they bring who and what they are. And in our service, we, and this is probably a, to- this is a topic I'm exploring for a panel for Melbourne for RI next year. Um, not bringing service that I believe is working, not the platinum rule, not the golden rule of treat people how I want to be treated. Mm-hmm. I bring the platinum rule of I want to help and serve the way those people want to be helped and served. Just because I have money or water or whatever, and you don't, doesn't mean I know best how to get you your water or money or care or whatever you need. I want to be able to bring, have resources and say, what's going to best serve you? So, okay. So you've, you've got like 15 different podcast topics we've gone through in the last 10 minutes. So I'm going to break down a few of these things because some of these things are really fascinating. And I think because of the fact that this particular group meets at one time, but has 19 different countries involved with it. You obviously have to want to be there, especially if your time zone is different. Some people show and, up at three in the morning. I mean, okay. They, and, and so we're making a club that they want to be there. They don't so have to be there. They don't have to be there. So we're recording this, you know, right after membership month. Does that mean that your club like has some, song and dance show and it's fabulous and every single week is just filled with sparklers and all this kind of stuff so i'm willing to get up because it's so grand or are you getting these members to come because they want to because of a connection or a family or is it both i think it's all of those things okay one of the reasons i bust my bum to make sure i get to those meetings is because 
I know that those other people are counting on people to show up. It's a respect. So mm. if they're trying that hard to show up, I'm going to, I'm going to reciprocate that. I'm going to show up too. My dad, who was, and I call him an inadvertent Buddhist because he had these three things that he, words to live, ideas to live by, and they end up following Buddhist precepts pretty well. The hardest part is showing up. Mm -hmm. It doesn't hurt forever. And don't, don't, uh, don't, don't mess up the bed. Don't, don't shit your pants. Sorry. Hope you can beep that out. That's okay. No, well, well, we, we get our, well, I get, this will be my third show with an E in it. I'm so excited. I have had three, you know, so those are the things that I live by. And that's what our club kind of runs by. I mean, that I, I don't know if anybody else would say that at all, but that's what I get and what I bring from it. It's there's a connection there. And I don't I'm, remember the Dalai Lama using those words exactly, but I, I think I think he could probably have a it good goes along in with it. the overall ideas of it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's showing up and it's detachment and it's, you know, doing doing what you can and not being too disappointed with whatever that was. Well, now, I know I've got some people listening to this going, I respect Rotary. I respect the traditions of Rotary. I respect I mean, we've one of the friends of the show is a gentleman named Connor Gee, and he is he's in Rotary one. He's out of Chicago and, you know, and he talks about the tradition of his group and the pomp and circumstance of his group that goes all the way back to Paul Harris, literally, you know, <laughs> literally. And what you're talking about is a little more. OK, I'll use the words a little bit more flashy and song and dance and a little more out there. Is that what I'm hearing? It's like I understand the respect issue. I totally understand the respect issue. But isn't there a respect that people are just supposed to naturally have or does it have to be a conscious effort to show that respect? Because it sounds to me like you're asking people to make a conscious effort to respect the rotary program for no better word. I know it sounds like a stuffy word, but that it's worth it to them to respect what's going on in front of them. How does that sound? Um, less respect for Rotary, and I mean no disrespect to Rotary, but it's more respect for the community that okay. part of what keeps the community alive is the connection. We work really hard to make it a welcoming place. Not everybody's going to belong in every place, but we make sure that people feel welcome and that they have a chance to be a leader, to be to have a voice, no matter where they come from, where they're tuning in from. Uh, and we want to make it accessible. So it's obviously accessible if 19 countries are there, which I know I keep saying, but um, it just, it, I, it is I say it for my brain that it's like some countries that we, we're having a big debate about what platform for people to log in on, because there are some countries that don't allow zoom huh so and there's not there's not a way to mind so it's less flash and actually a lot more effort and really? it's worth it because of the connection we get so how can you have a connection on zoom i mean i have i live here on an island you're talking to a beautiful little island in the puget sound and I, we are face to face we're also hybrid so people can pop in we have some cameras set up so people can see what's going on but I connect. I know all my all my people. I shake their hands. I touch them. I say, "Hey, and how was your week?" How do you get that same connection on Zoom? 
Because I know that there are other people out there. For me, I'm a part of my. I'll, I'll tell you two things. My it moments for knowing. Okay, I'm gonna. I this is this is why I stick with Rotary, despite all of the work and the. You know, it's we're not without our grit. Sure. Um, two things I'll say is number one. At our charter party, where I saw all of the different countries and all of the fun and all of these wonderful people, I want those people in my life and I want them and I want to be in their lives. I could get if if I'm taking a trip anywhere and I love to travel. And when my kid was in college, I told her, you know, I told him, mama's out of here, baby. <laughs> you get one year where I'll be at home. And after that, I'm a postcard away. There you and go. Guess what? With my Rotary Club. I could go anywhere and I'll probably never have to spend money on a hotel again if I wow. didn't want to. Mm-hmm. And those are genuine relationships, not, oh, hey, I heard about blah, blah, blah. Um, right. If there's something I have, the people I'm connected to also have access to it. That's just how I run my life and who I am. And that's the feeling I get. Um, the other it moment for me was last year when we produced our Negus Worldwide Party it was 2021. It was the summer. So we were still kind of, you know, feeling out what's it like after, you know, they've, they've opened the doors from COVID, but we're still masked up. We still do this. (laughs) They opened up the door, but we all weren't walking through very quickly. We weren't all walking through. And, you know, we wanted to be careful because again, that consent and that care for the community that we're building with each other. Um, We produced a party and we raised close to $20,000 over a zoom over performances. They weren't live performances, but we had we, we presented it live and we had people connecting. Mm -hmm. Um, It was amazing. And the fact that we all got together, not despite or not in spite of, but you know, all of those obstacles, we overcame them and we did it together. And do you think you feel like you're part of something, right? You don't have to touch everybody all the time. Well, and and do you think the because I know that one of the complaints I've had with a local group is that we get very hyper local. And and we forget that we are a worldwide organization. So and I think this happens, especially in the United States, that we get very, very hyper local and we forget that the name of the organization that we're members of is Rotary International, not Rotary just around the corner. You know, and so does your group give you automatically that world perspective that you really can make the world a better place because that's what you do and you have an entire world audience at your disposal because they're your members? Well, we, to me, it's both sides of the pole. We have the global feeling and global members. Okay. There's also the fellowship and the intimate one-on-one and then expanded, you know, kind of like neurotransmitters growing in your brain, kind of a network connection. Okay. Um, We show up to district meetings. We're part of a district. We're always, you know, in our district or we hear other places where people are like, oh, this is what we're doing in person. And we're like, yeah, we're not going to be able to do that because we do our other thing. But we do things like we do global cleanups and... If we can get together with a local club, each of us will do that. So we actually have this exponential reach that expands it, and we can be connected intimately and one-on-one in person too. What flexible? <laughs> I was going to say with nineteen countries, exactly 
how do you base what what district are you in? Is there such a thing as an We're e in district? 5150. 5150. Okay, right next to me because I'm 5050. Okay, so we're 5150. It's uh, Marin, San Mateo, and San Francisco counties in the Bay Area. Um, and is that because Brian was Brian Rush the, was so. the one who founded it? So then his think, plant is what makes the E-Club station there. And you know what? I can't remember if it was Peninsula Star, Redwood City. It's one of these local San Mateo County Starlight Clubs that okay. brought us in. Um, and... You know, I mean, I sh- I do local stuff. I do, you know, I'm part of the, you know, the president-elect meetings every month. I'm also part of our 5150 DEI committee. Okay. Uh, so those are more local things. I've gone to district assembly uh, every year. It seems to be on my daughter's birthday. So yay. For but she's that. going to college, mom. Going to college. Don't have well, to worry about it. Not until, but next year I'm supposed to be in <laughs> New Orleans. So, um, and she's mad she's not coming to Melbourne. They're not coming to Melbourne. So there you right. go. Um, so, you know, we make it work mm-hmm. and there's, I think there's something, you know, if there, if some, there's, there's, if it takes some work, there's, there's a way that in, it increases the worth of it. Mm-hmm. You know, you really kind of cherish it a little bit more, so, you know, that this is the only rotary experience I've had. Um, you know, and I think that with rotary, I hear some, you know, in emails or in posts and I belong, you know, I follow a lot of rotary clubs on Facebook. In fact, every time one pops up, I like it so that I can, you know, get a sense of what other, get an idea of what's going on in the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you know, I hear everybody's like, Oh my God, we need to, you know, this and that a membership, this and that. That's why I, you know, my kiddo has done a lot to support our rotary club and she wanted you know, it, at least in the U.S., I think it's pretty much global, but everybody needs some kind of community service, community connection, hours and things like that. So we started an e-inter- an online interact club. Um, wow. It's a club. The kids are the way we're kind of framing it. If there was an elevator pitch for it, you come for the community service hours and you stay for the connection, the and the ability to be part of something bigger than you. And I, and I think that's great. A wonderful lead. Very well done. Uh, I, I have to say that what Chris is talking about is something that uh, I'm, I'm the earthbound. You're the e-club. I'm the earthbound version of this same thing. So what both of us have, have subscribed and, and you can, you can pop in if yours is different on your end is that my club, the Rotary Club of Woodby Westside sponsors an interact group at our local high school. The South Woodby High School Interact Group. Woohoo! Shout out to you guys. You're awesome. Spencer's our president. And they work with the seniors at the high school and they say, hey, you guys, to get your senior graduation, all of you have to have 20 hours of civic responsibility and volunteering here on the South End of Woodby Island. So want to do it through Rotary? And it's been huge. And so I, as I'm the past president of the club, but our current president and myself keep a track of their hours. And then we make a beautiful letter on beautiful rotary stationery every single June. If they've put these 20 hours from Rotary International saying that they've been a part of rotary. And I have to say, I don't know what 
what your has been, but we have a large number of them that go out, out to check out Rotaract, to check out the exchange student program, to check out, to see if there's Rotaract at their college or actually move in to be Rotarians. Is that a wave of, is that a wave of the future too, when it comes to, to interact? Well, and that's for the clubs at the high school level during COVID at my kiddos high school, it kind of, it, they, they didn't have much going on the interact club during COVID. So we saw this as an opening. Uh, Shosha went to Ryla and went to Ryla, left nervous going, I don't know anybody. I right. know, I know, I know a couple of the adults there. So I'll be okay. If I really feel, you know, I mean, th- there's, Anxiety is what is happening to everybody in this world right now. And if you're not, then maybe you're not paying attention. Um, And that's fine because if that's your survival skill, then, you know, better, good for you. They came home hugging and kissing. Everybody getting off the bus came to me and said, oh my God, this changed my life. I will do this forever. I can't, I'm so, I wish everybody could do this. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't wait to do the Interact Club. And all these kids don't necessarily live close to each other, but what every kid can do is find a club at their school and say, hey, would you like to partner with our e-club? Because a lot of those clubs, they have a teacher that's probably overworked or whatever sponsoring it. Mm -hmm. These kids can get that leadership time. Mm -hmm. They can get that committee doing something time. These kids already have projects they want to do. I'm actually the holdup on getting it organized because we haven't had an Interact e-club yet. So are they, are, and I think, you know, I, I think especially in Houston, um, well, right now our current president, Jennifer Jones, is very big on Rotaract and Interact as we need to give them some respect. We need to give them some time, some energy. We need to put them on uh, committees, international committees. We need to have them be the face of Rotary. So it sounds like you are a proponent of such a thing. Absolutely. I, I think that if Rotary is going to thrive and grow into the new age, it has to adapt to it and embrace the changes that are out there. Um, and I think that they can be inclusive of whatever traditions are welcoming and help people feel like they belong to something. So I think that you can get that hybrid feeling that way. I don't think that Interact or Rotaract should be the kids at, they should be at the kid table forever. Okay. And Rotary grownups are, you know, those kind of divisions. Um, I think if, let's get it all together. Every, because it's a two-way learning. The, all the kids that I mentor and I'm big on mentoring kids, they're mentoring me right back. Mm-hmm. They're keeping my spirit fed and young and vital um, it's a really potent energy that we all share with each other. So I'm all about it. So you keep using that word being fed. And so, and that it's a two-way street. And I, I think that's fascinating because I think that, I mean, I think everybody's had a rotary day where it's like, I don't want to talk to any of you guys. <laughs> I love you, but I've had my rotary no way. moments and, you know, and and I and I get I get people that joke with me that that they think my my blood is blue because I am so proud to be a Rotarian. But there are some times where I would really like to be far away 
from anybody who's a Rotarian. And so your key to helping Rotary thrive, it sounds like to me, makes Rotary a place where you can get fed and give back and listen to people 30 and younger. And that's how we can survive. Listen to everybody. They don't have to be 30 and younger. Okay. Um, Let's everybody pay attention to what's working for us and what we assume and what's going to work to keep this thriving. I've been in meetings where I was the only woman and a couple of the guys assumed I was going to be the one to take the notes and do that. And I told them no. (laughs) And they were not that happy about it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a lousy speller, gentlemen. You're on. Come on. Guess what? Let's go. Why don't you do it? You're right. You had the idea. Knock it out. (laughs) Or put a phone in the middle of the room with notes on. Come on, you guys. Yeah. Okay. All right. I get it. I get it. I think. Well, and that goes back into your diversity, equity, and inclusion. Okay. So here's the question. Are we getting too woke with diversity, equity, and inclusion? Um, number one, I don't usually use the term woke because uh-huh. where it came from, if those people I, use it, it's held against them. But absolutely. The white looking lady, I can get away with just you, your hair is even white. So yeah. Okay. You know? yeah. Um, we have you know? been accused. I have had an, e- I've had a, ma- I've had some email saying that I've spent a lot of time on diversity, equity, and inclusion, even though it is our president's main focus right now, just following what Jennifer's saying, but I digress. You're saying bring in Interact, bring in Rotaract, have them at the same table. And now we're going to put on top of all that, making sure that we're being diverse, making sure we're thinking about equity and that we're including everybody. Good heavens. How could we do that? Really, what it all boils down to is respect. <gasps> okay, oh, which is the first five minutes of the podcast, right? It, you know, it's respect. I, I hear people, you know, with um, I and you know, I, I came around to it, but you know, I'm learning all about preferred pronouns for people, and people oh, are like, yeah. "Oh my god, I can't keep up." Blah blah blah. I was like, "Oh wow, are you so infirm that you can't? You're not flexible enough to keep learning things." Okay, now that's interesting. It's really just learning and respect. It's paying attention to something bigger than yourself and having some learning and respect. I'm not telling you what to do, but if you're telling me that you refuse to be respectful of something that means a lot to me, you're telling me more about you than me all day long. All right, so now we're now we're now we're at podcast number 15 because that's a very interesting thing because I can already hear people in their cars are like, "What? Well, but 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 but." Now, I have a child that I'm supposed to call child now, not daughter, because they prefer to go by they, them. And I got to tell you, I have messed up. I have messed up. You know, I mean, you're expecting me. You are in your 30s. I have called you one thing for all this time. And now you're saying, change it. And it's not going to come easily. We have imprints on our brain. So, we're asking Rotarians to do the same thing, especially with Rotaractors and Interactors. There is a lot of non-binary people coming up, up the ranks. But I can't think of one Rotarian that would be against that person. Like, in other words, they probably don't care that you want to be called that. And so the mistakes are going to happen. So here's my question. 
Do we, as Rotarians, close up because we may make mistakes with others about these they, thems? Or do we go ahead and make those mistakes and then as younger Rotarians or non-binary Rotarians, please understand that the Rotarians are doing the best they can with the information that you're asking them to change after so many years. In other words, don't make an enemy out of your ally. So I don't know, I haven't met everyone, but I don't know anybody who changes their pronouns. And if you actually are in like Brene Brown's or uh, the Theodore Roosevelt uh, quote about being in the ring. In the arena. Mm -hmm. In the arena. If you're actually in the arena and you're working with me and you're trying, great. If you come at me with, I can't learn that. I can't. Then you know what? I don't care what you want either. Okay. (laughs) You can come to me and say, uh, you know, the way I often invite people to start with this. And I've had lots of conversations because my child is a she is she they. Okay. I mix it up. And I've said, hey, I'm going to mess up. And in that messing up, that's how I'm going to show you how hard I'm trying, because it means a lot to me that I honor whatever it is that means a lot to you. Everybody loves that. Okay. And then if we're going to talk about this type of thing, because I know people's heads are spinning. They're called but preferred pronouns, not perfect pronouns. Oh, they're called preferred pronouns, not perfect pronouns. It's my pre- It's my preference. And can you show up and try? The hardest part is showing up. We started there. So diversity, equity, and inclusion. So that's Mm -hmm. the inclusion part. Um, Equity. How do we feel about equity? Equity comes before equality. Because a lot of people are like, oh, I'm colorblind. You know, I see the rainbow. I don't, you know, nah, it doesn't really work that way in the world, though. We have all these. But you have 19 countries in your group. Mm-hmm. And they all have to pay dues and they all have to go by the same rules of Rotary International. And is we, that fair? Is that equitable? No, it's a, not. And we do okay. what we can in our club to make it equitable because there are some people if if dues are, say, two hundred dollars a year. There's some people in our club, there's some countries in the world that those people can't join our club because that's what they make in a year. So we do what we can to come together to remove obstacles. That's really what equity is about, is removing. Uh, that's where equity and accessibility, it's about removing obstacles. And paying attention and being respectful, everybody has different obstacles. So I think what's what's fascinating with these e-clubs, and especially your very international e-club, and now you have these interact clubs, and they're also e-clubs, is that it's kind of a microcosm of the approach of diversity, equity, and inclusion. I mean, I come from a a very white, very upper class, private island, not private. I mean, anybody can take a ferry and come visit me. But uh, it it is, we don't have a lot of diversity. And then actually uh, Brian Rush, putting on his diversity, equity, and inclusion hat came and talked to my club. And I guess we're very diverse for the limited diversity that we have here. We're really awesome, but we have limited diversity. So your club has a lot of diversity. 
So I would think you'd concentrate more on the equity part than the diversity part. Um, Diversity means a lot of things. You might not have a lot of racial diversity. Um, I actually have family that live on Whidbey. And so I can tell you, you do have income diversity. Oh, yeah, we do. There's no upper on that. There you go. Yeah, Um, But I also know people that have, you know, what's, is it useless bay? Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. And I know people that have a big house right there on the water. So... Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and then there are Valerie, uh, she's one of, she's, uh, in rotary leadership. Mm-hmm. She talks about invisible diversity. I actually don't even like the term diversity because people tend to use it and it's kind of overused. It in seems very form. black and white, gay, straight. When and people talk not. about diversity is like, we have our token black guy, our token gay guy and our token, you know, and it's like, well, we're good. We're diverse. I look the way I look, but I have a Filipino grandmother who raised mm-hmm. me. I have, my family looks like the United Nations, you know, right. on, on a full day. Um, I have ADHD. I'm, I'm neurodiverse. There, there are all of these different things that people contain multitudes. So if you can be open, remove obstacles and pay attention, you can remove obstacles that you never even considered. And then you have all of these different experiences that get to come to your table. So we have talked about, I also want to plug that DEI for me is not an adjunct. It's not something that somebody else does. Right. It's what we all want to do. And that's why I do what it's all. It's Jedi B. There you go. Justice, equity, diversity, inclusion, and belonging. I'm more about welcoming because everybody isn't going to feel like they belong everywhere, but at least you want to make it, make it open. So I only have a few more questions for you. And I'm sure Kit, I'm sure everybody out there is just spinning in their heads. This was a fast one. You guys, I love this one. I loved it. I'm keeping up with you, girl. No worry. (laughs) All right. So, but I do ask about the four-way test. And I think it is very interesting because of the fact that you are such a cutting edge club, a cutting edge club from all over the world. And no, I'm not going to ask you to quote it. I was like, I'm not going to ask you to quote it. Okay. But of the things that we think, say, and do, okay. You know, is it the truth? Does it build goodwill and better friendships? You know, all that kind of stuff that everybody knows. How how are you using or are you using the four-way test in your e-club? And how do you use it yourself or do you? I think the four-way test is one of those things that once I was already into Rotary, I saw it and I was like, oh, yeah, I've been doing all that all the time anyway. (laughs) Duh. Um, You know, I think in our club, some of us have side conversations about, you know, it should be the five fingers instead of the four way, um, you know, and add some. I've never thought of it that way. You know, add the environment and the world and, you know, not keeping, not having people detached from nature. So it's more, and this is probably me injecting it, so don't quote anybody else on it, but it's more, you know, an indigenous approach without appropriating indigenous um, beliefs in those pieces, um, indigenous to the, to the, you know, I'm on, uh, so it's more esoteric and more of an esoteric approach. Um, well, including the environment, we are of nature, you know, okay. to, you know, so it, it's some of that and, you know, is it the truth? 
the truth, the most subjective thing on the planet is the is truth. truth. That so has come is up it many my times. Truth? Sure. Um, and that's where, again, platinum rule, how do other people want to be treated, not treat them how I want to be treated, pay attention, get respect, find out how they want to be treated and treat them that way. Um, is it fair to all concerned? Well, that concern to me has actual ripple effects. So what are the ripple effects of these things? Um, you know, and that's where I'm, we're more citizens of the world. Right. What's going to be great for me isn't going to be great for the, you know, the family that's in the Maasai Mara, right. uh, you know, or the trans community in Delhi. You know, I mean, we right. we go to all different places. Um, will it build goodwill? I hope so. And goodwill to me isn't about my will being imposed on someone else. Die, my will good. be done. Right. Okay. And, and that's, that's the panel I want to talk about is how can we make sure that we add these steps in there that it's more, but let's, let's think beyond intention and get into impact because right. my good intention may have real negative impacts on somebody else. Wow. Um, that's an interesting. Yeah. That's I, th- then again, I think, I think we, I think we as Rotarians are happy to build wells and happy to do, but are we like thinking it through is the, is just the well, the answer to the overall need of that community when it could be something else. And the well might be great, but if you show up accusing people of being dirty and we need to teach you how to wash your hands, Mm -hmm. look five steps beyond that and say, huh, it appears that, you know, hygiene and these things are an issue. Why not just what, and let me fix it. Okay. So some of it's just communication. Some of it is just communicate. Well, we are an international club and I think communication is, yeah, communication is key. So Chris, Chris, how is Rotary going to grow? Is is this the secret sauce? Is moving more to e-clubs? Is being an e-club of so many countries and having that platinum standard? Is that is that how we're going to grow? Kind of getting away from some of this old traditional stuff? I think part of how we're going to grow is folks are going to, I'm going to invite people to um, because I'm going to be open to the conversations, but I'm going to invite people to put their defenses about diversity, equity, inclusion. This is the step we have to take to get some equity before we can all just say, yeah, we're all equal. Um, look at how much good, how much goodwill, look at how much friendship, look at how many, how expansive the truth can be. When you bring all of these other people in, I mean, the business case for diversity is age old. I mean, mm-hmm. profits go up, fellowship goes up, impact right. grows when you have more people with more ideas. Duh. It's my second duh of the podcast. <laughs> you know, you, you can't eat one food all the time and expect right. to get all your vitamins and minerals. So if you want to be fed on all these levels, do that. All right. And being defensive says more about that person than it does about what they're defensive about. So Look inside, because the more you can do inside on yourself, the better you can serve those around you. And I I say that all the time. It's like when when I when I have a real issue with somebody, I've I've really taught myself over the last couple of years is like, okay, time to go home and figure out what the heck triggered in me, because that was like all of a sudden, like this other person took over and I'm like beeping on the horn or I'm doing something. I'm like, okay, there's something going on with me today that I didn't decide to like 
go through that like an adult. So one last question, this is the last one. And it's the one everybody knows it's the end of the podcast because it's called the elevator pitch. And we're on an elevator and elevators go a lot faster these days. Cause I think, I know I actually found the origins of the elevator pitch and that's because sometimes elevators could take five to seven minutes to reach their destination. So you had a time to talk. <laughs> they don't go that well. They go much faster now. So, but I see your rotary pin. I see you. And I think it is very safe to say that you are not a white man over the age of 65, but you're wearing a rotary pin. Um, and I'm sure I would kind of look at you and go, okay, cool. I never knew you were in rotary. What would you say to me if I said, okay, you could be cool for rotary. Why, why maybe I should join rotary. What would you say? Depending on who the audience is, but if I'm going to pick somebody. It's me and you. I don't have this rotary jacket me and you, on. So okay. I'm going to say, you know what? I, I joined because I'm a world traveler and I want, I always want to be able to travel somewhere and know somebody. The Rotary Club mm. I'm in has done that. I'm also a person who wants to do service and I don't want to waste my time. So I want to scale my impact. So is it better for me to go out and just pick up garbage or do something by myself or give $5 to somebody or to get involved and put my good ideas to work in a group that has global impact? Hmm. I want to make change. I'm going to go to one of the biggest groups in the world. Well, there you go. And hey, I have to tell you, I had an interactor that gave me one of my best quotes ever, which is, do you want to feel useful? Or do you want to be useful? And I was like, ah, damn, that's a good one. I like Chris, it. what an honor to spend time with you. Thank you so much for taking part in the show. I so appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, and you did great. Please go ahead. You were saying. Let me know. I'm happy to uh, help you field the hate mail that's going to come. And probably no. be like, oh, damn. <laughs> No, but I will tell you, I have I have a, a gentleman named Craig Bowen who is in uh, Australia, and I'm sure fans of the show remember this one. He kept me as on my toes as you did, so you you two go in the Hall of Fame, absolutely, as uh, keeping me on my toes and having a lot to say, and I love it because everything you said was a jewel. So I really appreciate you being on the show today. Absolutely. And c come find us if you have kids that want to be part of Interact and they don't have one at their school. Get into our Interact Club for Global Interaction, Interaction and Action and uh, Rotary Club for Global Action. We're doing some we're doing some amazing work. We have two of our people hiking the uh, they're walking the way of St. Francis Assisi. From yes, we Ferenzi did a podcast. Throne. We interviewed them. Yes. Mike and Helen, they're amazing. Yes. And we're raising a ton of money that every other meeting I have, there's somebody that's going to double it and triple it. So we're, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't raise into the six figures for it. And Polio's making a comeback. So yay, no. No. Uh, <laughs> you know, we, we have a lot of fun. We open a lot of minds and we do some really important work and it's just fun and they're good people. Awesome. All right. So check out Chris's group. You know, I have popped in on one or two myself as a guest and uh, it was uh, time well spent. So thank you for being on the show, Chris. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for doing this. 
So, you awake? Woohoo! Woo! Told you Chris was a handful. Told you Chris was awesome. Told you Chris would have you thinking and laughing and all the above. I didn't tell you she was going to swear, but, you know, that's good, too. Because uh, sometimes, you know, a little bit of cussing does the world a bit of good. Anyhow, thank you so much, Chris, for being on the show. And thank you out there for listening to the show. Tell a friend. You know the deal. Let other people know about the wonderful people, the amazing people, the everyday people that proudly call themselves Rotarians literally all around the world. And hey, do you know an interactor that maybe doesn't have a local club? Hook up with Chris. I'm telling you, I think a worldwide interact club theme group or not, air quotes, is a great idea. Long live Interact and Interact theme clubs. Well, thank you again for joining me on the show. Take care of yourself and the world around you, and I'll hear you next time on the I'm a Rotarian podcast. Have a wonderful week, everybody. Thanks again for listening.